Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about reimagining coffee and connection with my guest, Charlene Wilder. Now, I don't know about you, but I am fascinated with creative ideas. How do they happen? How do they get amplified and grow? What happens with creative ideas? Like seriously, where do they come from? Now, my guest today totally came up with a creative idea. She reimagined opportunity during the pandemic. When everything else was closing down, she came up with an idea that she now affectionately calls COVID and coffee runs. My guest today is Charlene Wilder. As a professional event planner during the pandemic, she had some time on her hands because events were all canceled. But also, as a professional event planner in Toronto, she had developed many connections in her community, many of them also in businesses that were severely affected by the pandemic. Charlene wanted to help and paid careful attention to buying local. She started using Instagram to highlight and support local businesses in her community as much as she could. As a self-proclaimed people person, she missed her community terribly. Like so many, Charlene found herself at home with her husband and three kids in a COVID lockdown. Her daughter suggested they do something, and that's how COVID and Coffee Runs was born. It was a great way to support local businesses and spend time with her daughter. The adventure continued and became more fun and more rewarding than she could have ever imagined. So please enjoy this episode. Hi, Charlene. I'm so excited to have you join us today on the Women in the Middle podcast. Hi, Susie. Thank you for inviting me to join you today. This is very exciting. Ah, it is. It is so much fun. So the reason I wanted to have you on the podcast was because of the way you imagined an opportunity in the pandemic affectionately referred to as COVID and coffee runs. And I don't even think you realize how creative it was for you to think this way. I've been watching you on Instagram now for a while. So we're going to get into all the coffee goodness. But before we get started, I just would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. One thing that's special about you is that we go back such a long way to the early 80s. I met you through your brother. You were so young and cute and you were back in high school and we really have known each other for a long time and then ended up at the same university. So it's just been so much fun. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Charlene? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm now older, but I still think I'm cute. And um, so cute. So I'm 56. I just turned 56. Um, I am married with three adult children and um, who are all, you know, following their paths. And they left the house. They're back in the house. And I am an event planner. That is my profession, but, and I've been doing that for the last 13 plus years. And 
as you can imagine, COVID, uh, this pandemic has not been good to the event industry. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we, you know, there hasn't been um, much work to speak of since March of 2020. And so we, you'd have to kind of think of things to, to keep you busy and ways that will keep you happy. And um, well, this journey that, that I started, which is actually only fairly recently, I wish I had started it earlier because I've only, I haven't even, I haven't even scratched the surface of all the, the wonderful coffee shops and cafes that, that we have in our city. Oh my but, gosh. So just um, hang on one sec. Cause there's a really fun part <laughs> of the story that we haven't shared yet. Cause we will absolutely be getting the coffee. Um, but you actually, I am so grateful that you became an event planner. Um, like we totally go back a long way. Your mother was the bridal consultant that I used for my wedding. You know, it was such a special opportunity to be so comfortable with somebody because I knew her from the early 80s, too. And then you helped me with my son's bar mitzvahs. And again, like we just know each other so well. And there was just such ease there. You got how I was thinking. You knew what I wanted. We came up with some very creative and totally fun ideas. So much fun. Replicated since. It has not been replicated. Pretty unique. Yeah. And, you know, I really feel for you because event planning, like several industries really took a hit. I mean, you know, Zoom events, I guess, need some help, too. I did do some fun things with Zoom events, but I felt really out of my element. Like the most creative thing I did on Zoom was I invited a donkey uh, to surprise everybody. I contacted a donkey sanctuary. And at a certain time in the meeting, the donkey, you know, joined us in the meeting. Of course, the donkey's handler um, clicked Zoom, but it was hilarious because we were just on the Zoom call and all of a sudden there was a donkey live from her farm (laughs) and it was a donation (laughs) and I'll post the link. It was so much fun. What a fun surprise. But yeah, I was so out of my element and um, and we really missed the event planner. So. I also think your event planning experience is one of the things that helped you frame up this idea. So, like I said, you imagined something completely unique during the pandemic, and it involved coffee adventures. And I really want to know how you came up with this idea to have fun with coffee when the world was closing down. And Toronto, we really, really felt it. So tell us what it was like when you like, how did you come up with the idea? I wish I really knew one definitive answer to that, but it's probably multiple ways in which I came up with that. The truth is I'll, I'll go back to the fall of 2020. Um, and I was actually, I left the country for four months. I was out of the country. And so during that time, I, uh, through my Instagram page, I, paid particular attention to supporting local and I wasn't and and back then it wasn't even coffee shops it was my local hairdresser that was shut down it was you know it was my local network of friends and family who have businesses that I wanted to highlight and support 
whether they're caterers within my event community, that we're really struggling and highlight them in ways in which you can still support them and help by ordering meals or, or ordering online or, you know, doing different things. In the fall, I also did a, um, a Zoom event and helped a client with a Zoom event and was able to, um, to support local businesses that way and, and get people involved in, in their event and whatever, even during a lockdown by sending gift boxes to, to Zoom guests and things like that. So it started back at the beginning of the pandemic when I really felt I really felt bad for mm. local businesses. And I live in a, I live in a community. It's a very tight knit community. We all support one another. My Avenue Road core is that go-to place where I see people. And, and I, you know, I'm a people person and I like to be with people. And, you know, uh, even though I could see people on Zoom through meetings and and whatever those meetings were through whether they were through my board meetings or um or helping clients in their upcoming events it wasn't the same like zoom just is not the same and and you kind of miss the banter and the 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 personal and so um so it started back in the fall of 2020 when um when I was supporting local online while I was away. And then I returned home at the uh, beginning, uh, end of February, the beginning of March. And after my two week quarantine and, you know, everyone, everyone, we found ourselves all at home and in a third lockdown. And so I, I, I think I have to give a little bit of credit to my, um, to my youngest daughter, who kind of probably was the one that said, let's go do something or you want to go out for coffee. And I think it was it was initiated by her desire to find the best matcha latte that she could find in the city. And so because of that, we went to our first coffee shop on, you know, May, I think I went back May 13th. Um, was our first run in the city. And, and I just thought it was so much fun just to be out with her and, um, and just a small amount of time where it was just conversation about her and I and what she, you know, every what's going on in her life and everything. Okay. And, you know, you kind of lose, you kind of take for granted that the people who you surround yourself with every day are okay because you see them every day, but maybe they're having their struggles or maybe, you know, things are going on in their lives because they haven't seen people. So we did our first coffee run and it was so much fun. And I said, how about we do this every day if we can, like, while you're, she was going to work at summer camp and she was going to be leaving in June, but how about we start this? We'll, we'll hit a different We'll find new places to explore so we can spend time together. And while that was, you know, it initiated with her, it wasn't exclusively meant to be with her. If someone want, if someone else from the family wanted to join in, I didn't want to upset anybody else if they wanted to, um, to come and, or if she didn't want to go, I'd take somebody else. I got, I think I got more into it 
than anybody because on the day where she'd say, no, I'm too tired. I want to sleep in. I'm like scrounging to find somebody who wants to go someplace (laughs) and explore with me. So hang on a second. So So I love this. So she wanted this matcha. And even with that one, was there research that she did to even find where am I going to go? Like, were you looking at reviews for that first one? Yep. Yep. Um, I, yeah. So I, I think um, my daughter has a friend or like a bunch of friends who also, you know, kind of explore the city and, and go different places. So she did her due diligence on that first one and said, let's go here. And then, you know, I just I saw an opportunity while we were there. I, I realized, you know, well, this would be fun. Listen, my my kids don't often like to take pictures that I that I post on Instagram. So that was so. Yeah. So I thought I had an opportunity here, but I had to I had to say you have to be prepared for me to take a picture of us at a coffee shop where I can post and I can talk about about our experience. And it was my opportunity to to promote that business and its location and talk a little bit about what I learned in that experience. So, well, you know, when we, when we arrived, I started to, you know, you you go into these shops and you start taking pictures and I have to explain to people that I'm not trying to be sketchy. And, (laughs) you know, I (laughs) explain that what we're doing, we're trying, we're, we're on an event, we're taking a little bit of a journey throughout the city and, and trying to explore um, cafes and coffee shops. And, you know, are you the owner? Or I try to find the owner and get a little bit about their story that I could, it wasn't just about her matcha. She did her own independent ratings of her, of her perfect matcha. Me, I like coffee. And so whether it was a hot coffee or a cold coffee, I personally began to explore different cafes and coffee shops in the city to understand what their specialty is or what makes them unique and what part of the city are they in because we tend to stay in our home base and not not do enough exploring. Yeah, you know, so, you you bring up a really good point. Now, I know we're in a very large city. There's millions of people here and you know, I've lived in a few areas of the city in the over I've been here over 30 years and I have had apartments in different areas of the city, but I haven't been back to those certain areas in a long time. And you're right. We stay in a very small quadrant and the pandemic. So when you first started this, it was bad. Like we were in the third wave and there was um, a lockdown. So you couldn't just be out and about everywhere, but there was takeout. So I guess you had to research the place. You had to consult ways or a map of some sort. You were going into parts of the city that maybe you've never even been and finding these stories. And what I love that you're saying already was that it was a way to give back. And that is a theme that you've always been so good at for it's just who you are. And so even when you were out of the country, you were still thinking about how can I support those local businesses? How can I bring people together and how can I help? So you found your daughter was happy. You were happy. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I don't want to be sketchy and weird. I need to tell people what I'm doing. You're taking pictures. And 
you are a people person. So it was an opportunity not just to hang with your daughter and find something interesting that these adult kids will even want to hang with us for. (laughs) And I love when you have them in the car because it's like, ooh, we can talk now for 12 minutes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's so good. It was a way to give back and it was a way to have fun. It was a way to do something rather than just sit at home. It ticked off so many of the boxes, really. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was it was making me crazy just to to stay home. And while you bring up a point, a good point about, yeah, like we were in lockdown. And so while I, you know, we're exploring coffee shops in a world where I actually couldn't go into some of them. Like I it would be through a takeout window. You know, in some cases you could go in with a mask two or three at a time and then like take your coffee and go. Some of these coffee shops have extraordinary patios that I wasn't able to even explore at the front end of this until actually until phase three really opened up. So yeah, it was it was tricky, but we found a way to engage with the cafe owners, you know, find out a little bit about their specialties, how long they've been in business for, how they've survived and thrived during the pandemic, you know, talk a little bit about what we were doing and and just really a way to give to give them a plug and you know, while while I I don't consider myself an influencer in, in any way, shape, or form, the people who follow me trust me, and so you know, the ones who were following along on this journey were saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to go in to grab a coffee there tomorrow or during the week," and if it brought a little bit more business their way, then then that was great. It was a win-win for everybody. Wow, and so. Then you had the idea kind of grew. So it's like, wow, maybe I'm going to do this every day. And then your family start starting to say, hey, what's happening here? I want to get it on a coffee. <laughs> exactly. How come you're taking her and not me? <laughs> I want in on this. <laughs> so when I saw what was going on, I just saw it on Instagram and I'm like, what are you doing? First of all, it looked so much fun. It just looked like so much fun. And I didn't really appreciate how great an idea it was. Like it, it's so layered with learning about the city and having a little adventure. And there's an empty nest aspect to it too, because what an unusual opportunity so many of us had to be with our whole family again, living in the house. I mean, the five of us were living here for a good chunk of the pandemic too. And I mean, you know, it was an adjustment for everybody. Uh, young adults do not like living home again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, for sure. but yeah, like it's amazing that coffee was the thing that just allowed so much opportunity. And there's also learning the stories of the owners is so interesting. And you're right. It was such a difficult year for so many people in business. What are some of the stories that really stand out about your favorite experiences? What was it about these stories that really stood out? There are so many posted now. You you have almost 50, right? Yeah. So I did. I went back and did a count. I'm close to visiting 50 shops since uh, um, since May 13th. I visited our we visited. Well, we I, well, I'll go back to that. 
Um, we is not always my, I call, I call, it started with my daughter, but now I just call them plus ones or plus twos because <laughs> she's now at camp. And so I have new people that like to join in on the adventure. And some people message me, when can we do coffee? And I make coffee dates with people. And um, and it's some of some friends who join along might not like coffee, but they might like hot chocolate. So we investigate the right shop that can accommodate both of our needs. And that's great. So- and these and by the way, these are all independently owned cafes. These are not nothing a chain. None of these are chains. These are really independent little shops like so yeah, unique. I try I try to I try to visit the indie shops and um, while some of them might have have um, because they've been so successful um, might have launched into opening a second store or a third store in the city. Like it's not, it's not a big chain. I'm not going to Starbucks for coffee. We can all do that anytime. I'm, you know, I'm going to small independent um, uh, shops who had, had their own vision and, um, and created something very special. The one thing I will say Outside of the fact that I love to, I've always loved having a coffee every day. I'm not, I'm not a snob about beans and flavor notes. And I know what I like. Mostly I know what I don't like. But what I found was that in addition to enjoying a cup of coffee, coffee is a community. Like it is, it is a culture within our city and, and the stores themselves, the owners, the ones that I've visited have really done an outstanding job to create a sense of community. And some of that is based on the uniqueness of their shop, whether that's a decor vibe or whether they do something unique. And I'll, I'll get to that as well, but it's, it's more than a caffeine fix. It's, it's this conduit for community and people and social engagement. And, and I think that, we've been missing that. And so the joy in this, in, in, a, in a pandemic where we were told to, to stay home and, and, you know, and be with your family, this was a way that I could do something and get out and maybe meet someone and learn a little bit more in the process. So. Oh, um, I love it. I love everything about what you're doing. And, you know, I'm having a tiny little flashback and then I want you to talk about some of your, yeah. some of these stories that really stand out to you. One of the things I remember when I moved to Canada was, in Canada, well, in where I am, which was in Southern Ontario, people say, get a coffee. And in the States, right. we would say, get coffee. Right. <laughs> so here we get a tea, we get a coffee. It's just so funny. But I remember noticing it very early on back with um, when I noticed that everybody here knew how to knit Icelandic sweaters. Everybody knew how <laughs> to ice skate. Right. I'm like, what's going on here? This was the early 80s, but we needed to go get a coffee. And at that time, I didn't even drink coffee. I didn't discover coffee until my first professional job. And I realized just what you're saying. It's very social. It's a community. And if I had no reason to, I needed to be getting the coffee and be part of the the community hang, the club, or I was really feeling left out. (laughs) So I got with the program. And I started loving it. So one of the things that I learned in my travels and you say, so this isn't about my, I say, you know, I said COVID and coffee runs, but it's really about grabbing 
a drink, a hot drink, a cold drink, a, a tea, a hot chocolate, whatever that is, hot water with mint. I visited a shop. It's very interesting because I visited a shop in Kensington Market. It has a, a very uh, Scandinavian decor. It's Swedish. And all of my 44 cafes that I visited, I really love them all. So I, I'm not picking favorites here. But this particular cafe in Kensington Market, Fika, it's named because Fika means in Swedish to go out for coffee. Wow. Um, so it can be used as a verb or a noun. And and I, what I learned in my visit, um, a, a noun meaning, in this case, a coffee break. So it's the moment you take a break with a friend, just by yourself, at home, in a park, whatever, to grab a coffee or a hot drink or cold drink with a little something sweet to go with it. Aww. Which is also what we try to do. We also try to find... Uh, originally with my daughter we were trying to find a nice drink and she happens to be vegan so we were finding vegan treats along the way you know so a lot of the cafes that I like have options for for vegetarian and vegans that they can grab something a little sweet with their coffee so how fun that there's um, actually a word to describe the experience of taking a break to have a drink A warm drink like yeah. that. I love it. So, yeah, no, there are some really, really great. I, I say every every shop has a, has a story as well. And some of the stories you're riveted by, you know, people who, you know, came here from from Australia with a vision and opened up a shop in a pandemic and created something really, really special. But You know, there are so many coffee shops in our city that also it's not about always about creating that community, um, but it's about giving back as well. So there have been a few examples of coffee shops where I visited that have really I've been taken aback by their philanthropy at the same time while they're struggling to recognize what's going on in the world and what's going on in our city and ways to give back. I recently visited a coffee shop that has um, a pay it forward board. So you can go grab a coffee, but if you want to give an extra couple of bucks, you can put it on the board and someone who's just having a bad day or might've forgot their wallet at home. Or Mm. in this case, as the owner explained, they live right across their Their shop is right across from a, from a car repair place. So someone might have, just had a flat tire and just having a bad day while well, they can grab something off their board. Wow. And um, I, I have friends who recently moved into the, the Danforth area. And so I left them money for coffee on the board and, and said, you know, go enjoy a coffee and explore your neighborhood on me. So like that pay it forward aspect is, is terrific. There was a coffee shop on college street called found, um, great owner on Canada Day. Um, they had a whole movement where a dollar from every drink was donated to um, the Residential School Survivor Society, and mm. their team gave their tips and they wore orange. And you know they were able to give back close to six hundred dollars to to a community in need. I mean that speaks to me that resonates with me that you know they're struggling they're trying to make a living but they're 
you know, they recognize what else is going on in the world. Wow. That's some really powerful stuff. And, you know, it seems if you just think about it, you might be thinking, oh, they're just going to tell us which the best coffee. There's so much else going on here. And some of these places that you're going to are not 15 minutes away. Like you sometimes you got to get on the highway to get to the other part of the city. Could be a half hour, 40 minute drive. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to be one of your plus ones last week. Do you want to talk a little bit about that experience? I thought that was delightful and it and it typified everything you're doing. Yeah. So Susie um, messaged me and and let's do coffee. And this is such a great thing. And so I, I was trying to find a great, you know, some of the coffee run experiences uh, are also um, weather dependent, because some have outdoor outdoor patios that you want to visit. But if it's going to be a rainy day, you have to, um, you have to rethink that and move move things around. But, you know, for those, like, I've lived in the city all my life. And there are parts of the city that I didn't even know existed. So um, I did some research and, and who knew when I took Susie to Super Coffee um, in, in an area that what, what is called Mount Dennis, um, it's not even that far away. It's uh, Eglinton and Weston Road area, but it is a, it is a community un, unto itself. And we were lucky enough to meet the, the shop owner who, I think opened up that shop um, about eight, eight or nine years ago. Um, but it was formerly a submarine shop. It's the building's been in the family, but she had a vision and wanted to bring people within her community together. And it's been in the family business for a long time, but she created a beautiful back patio space in this very busy intersection of Eglinton and, and Weston Road where the LRT is being built. and. You and I enjoyed their specialty drink on on the back patio with beautiful award-winning murals on the wall. And it was quite picture worthy and and had a nice conversation with the with the with the store owner. It was stunning. And she talked about the way the neighborhood has turned over so much over the years. And I mean, Kodak used to be there and and it almost felt, you know, how some intersections are really big. And it doesn't feel quaint at all. It was kind of one of those areas. And and I completely trusted you. I thought it would be interesting. And then when we got there, I recognized one of the stores is where many of us have bought appliances over the years. Right. <laughs> Never thought right. to go for coffee. Um, yeah, but, you know, and we had our masks on because it's still, I don't know when uh, you might be listening to this episode, but um, we have just opened up to being able to be indoor dining at this point. Now we're not dining inside, but uh, we were very excited to get to the patio, but still it's very COVID uh, going on right now in terms of um, wearing a mask inside. And we happily wore the mask inside, but you were so good about, you know, you knew exactly what you were looking for, how to read the menu. You asked great questions about um, what food items were homemade, like what was made by the by the owner or what did she make there versus what might have come in. And yeah, we had this lovely experience on this teeny tiny little patio that was so gorgeous. Yeah, it really was. Not just these murals were stunning, but also the plants, everything. There was even some kind of um, 
design on the ground. <laughs> it was- yeah, yeah. It's a nice floral design. Well, interesting about that shop, again, through social media, someone who I don't even know started following me based on the, these coffee runs. And actually, on the weekend, I was tagged in a post that I and it was a very long post. And I thought, well, who, you know, who is this person who just tagged me? Because I really don't, I've never met them. And I really, I started reading this post. And I'll read you a little snippet if it, if, Perfect. if this, this will help. This individual writes, what an absolutely marvelous day. Thank you, A Wilder Party, for sharing your coffee runs with us. Um, I think what you're doing is marvelous and wanted to share in the fun. So today I suggested to my hubby that we go on a coffee run. Um, He agreed, but he didn't want to go downtown. So I scrolled through your feed and found Super Coffee, Mount Dennis. Seemed to be a perfect choice, 30-minute drive from their home. I'll recap the rest of it because it's quite long. Basically, this husband and wife went there. They enjoyed a beautiful cup of coffee. She explained what she had just as I did what I do in my feeds. I explain my coffee and what I put in it and, and if it's hot or cold. But they heard music playing in the neighborhood. And as they were walking out and walking to their car, there was a concert going on in the driveway of a local home. And they were listening from across the street. And then this family invited them to come over onto the driveway and join in and sing along. She had the most spectacular day. And it started with a coffee run and they met some great people and they just had the most fabulous day. And I, I felt really good about being part of that experience and, and that connection that, that was made with them. I don't even know them. And, and I feel so good about it. That's amazing. And that is really like it felt unexpected, but that is really what happens when you share stories. It can be so inspirational. And like even the idea to go get a coffee in a different part of where I usually get coffee is such a unusual idea because we're so just like, just get the job done and just go where, you know, and oh, it'll take too much time. And where am I going to park and like all this stuff. So um, it's so it's just so creative and so much fun. And, and it's really added such a positive aspect to your pandemic you. experience. I mean. Believe me, you, we don't need to convince anybody how stressful and horrible the pandemic's been. But there was this little glimmer of playfulness and adventure and fun that you got going in your life. And you didn't even imagine it would it would be something that took up so much of your time and um, with pleasure. You know, you just really ran with it. Yeah, I, I, um, I've really enjoyed it. It's like, I, I miss, like, I, listen, I, there are days where I can't go or a weekend in the summer when I'm away, but trust me, if I'm, if I'm in a different part of, of Ontario, whether it's Northern Ontario, I'm trying to find a unique coffee shop wherever I go. I was at a friend's cottage and we were in Washago and, and I said, let's find a coffee shop in Washago and we'll, and we'll try to highlight that. And we did. But yeah, I was really missing spending time with people and just sitting down and 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 enjoying something with them, not just because I was told I had to, but because I needed that. I needed that for my own mental health just to just to get out and explore. And it was a really great I just I found 
whoever I go with and, and even with you when we went and we went to Mount Dennis, I mean, there are parts of the city that I didn't even know were named that because, you know, you tend not to explore, you stay, you stay in your core, but um, you just have to make the time to do that and, and find, you meet some great people, great new people. And, you know, sometimes like I visited some of these coffee shops a few times and and it's nice when you go someplace and and they know you. Oh my right? gosh, that's so fun. So what would you say the lessons are that you learned from this whole experience? What are some of the takeaways? Well, one is don't allow yourself to say no to an opportunity that that is right in front of you and relatively easy to do because it's it's quite easy to say I don't have the time just make the time. And so that's been a big lesson for me. And also, for me, coming out of the pandemic, we all need to take some time to, it's not just about connections, but we all need to reconnect with, with each other. We've had a lot of time to connect within our own family units. And that's been very special. But we've lost touch with some of our old friends who we're so regularly used to seeing. So this is allowing me to take some time to reconnect with old friends who I haven't seen for, I may have spoken to them. I might see them over zoom. I yes, I've picked up the phone, but like think about how many people you actually haven't seen for a long time. So reconnection been huge for me, taking the time. Um, no, don't allow yourself to say no. And I think like support each other and supporting businesses within our community because it's going to take a long time to come out of this, I think, for a lot of businesses and the world. This is our new normal, but, you know, it, it'll be different for a while. And I think this has really opened my eyes to the kind of support that people need within our community. And, you know, I like to make those connections. and you know, whether it comes easier to me, just take a chance and, and explore, explore our city because it's really remarkable. That and is especially the coffee culture. It's, oh my gosh. Amazing. That's such a, yeah, that's such amazing advice. Those lessons are gold and delicious. They are delicious lessons. They, they such, are. You know, it's so, it's so interesting. There's so much um, fear about trying new things and, uh, I hear this a lot in my community, and this is such a a beautiful way to take a step, a baby step, and to do something new, and invite a friend, and meet somebody new, and just all of it. And the way you used you used this experience with your daughter and your kids and your family is just such a way. It, it, you said it; it's connection. It's been so amazing, and the spinoffs. I know are going to continue to happen because you are sharing and it's giving other people ideas to just explore a little bit. Yeah, the, go ahead. Just take a, take a drive out of your comfort zone. And honestly, I mean, you know, I, I say this all the time. My, my family has embraced my crazy. This is my crazy <laughs> side and, uh, that you know, even for my birthday last week, where, where, you know, they picked a coffee shop that we did a family run to. And sometimes we do re weekend family runs, but we don't do them often because we all go in different directions. But 
they picked a great shop. They knew exactly what I was after and um, they embraced my crazy and, um, and we had an experience and we, we had an experience all together. So, so that was so great. great. I love the emphasis. Sorry. I I just love the emphasis on connection. It's so good. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 that's, that's okay. I, you know, of all the shops on my, my, my Instagram, um, feed, I, there, I really have not had one bad experience. They've all been really, really delightful for a whole bunch of reasons. Some, some have specialty drinks that are quite unique that are different from your regular latte. Um, you know, it might be a color preference. It might be a spice preference. Um, you know, it might be the, the, the barista that the award-winning barista that makes rainbow lattes, um, whatever it is, but there are some wonderful coffee shops with some magnificent patios in our city that, that invite you to, um, to explore that experience of connection and reconnection and, you know, sitting down and, and having a nice quiet conversation with, with your plus one or, or even by yourself, just enjoying, you know, the book that you don't have time to read, but there are some extraordinary finds in our city that I have found and uh, you can find them on my Instagram. Yeah. I was just, I I was just going to highlight that. Yeah. I was just going to ask you to um, let people know how to find you on Instagram. Yeah. So my event planning name is, is a wilder party. So that is my um, that is my Instagram um, name as well at a wilder party. So that's where you can find me, and you'll find uh, in each coffee run explores the name of the shop and and highlights you know some of their specialty drinks and what I found particularly delightful about um, about that that interaction, whether it was meeting the owner a little bit about their story or the, the ambiance that they've created and the vibe in, in, uh, in the shop. So, so good. So good. There are some great ones. So check it out, head over to at a wilder party, check out Shar's Instagram and, and really use some of this advice to consider being a little bit more adventurous in your city, check out coffee or whatever else floats your boat in your local community and try something new. And, you know, it doesn't have to be scary. It could just be fun. And you never know what interesting thing you're going to find out and who you're going to meet and how, um, how it just might improve your day, how it might improve If you want to be my plus one ever, you're welcome to reach out and I'll take you to a great place. It can be, as I said to Susie um, when we were going, do you want to go to one of my favorites or do you want to explore something new together with me? So, um, so I, I have a whole list of, of go-tos that, uh, that I can take you out of your comfort zone and, and go to, and we can meet. Amazing. Amazing. Shar, thank you so much for sharing this idea and a little bit about what you've been doing over the pandemic and how you've really learned to have fun with coffee and explore the city. I really appreciate the time you took to, you know, just break it down with us and to really think about why it's been so meaningful and how it's really added to your life. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me and 
for just, uh, I, I know that you thought it was a great idea. I, I didn't even think it was such a, you know, <laughs> such a unique idea and you were so all over it. And so thank you for, uh, for convincing me to, uh, to share the story and it's been tons of fun and I always enjoy the time we get to spend together. Oh my gosh, I can sniff out a good story. And I was all over this. I'm like, what is she doing? This needs to be shared. Thanks so much, Char. Talk soon. Thanks. Thanks. All right, that's it for this episode. I have a feeling you're feeling a bit inspired about taking local adventures in your own community, right? I just love that Charlene created this wonderful little project. It really is kind of like a project. COVID and Coffee Runs is about community connection telling stories, spending time with their family and friends, promoting local business, and enjoying coffee. Now, Charlene lives in Toronto, so all the references in today's episode were local to me. (laughs) But I know that you can start exploring your community too and come up with some super fun adventures for yourself. And if you ever find yourself in Toronto, you will have a head start on where to grab a great cup of coffee. And you know what? This is the type of thing that can become kind of a family legacy project too. You can carry on the same adventurous, you know, attitude wherever you go now and in the future. Who knows, your kids might carry this tradition forward too. I'm going to, in the show notes, I'm going to put a couple of links to two specific episodes that I did about adventures and about uh, family legacy. Actually, there's more than two. So there's going to be a few more links there if you want more information on either of those two topics. Now, if nothing else, I just love that Charlene took the opportunity to shake things up a bit. She's exploring the city she lived in for decades with a whole new perspective and attitude for delicious fun. Charlene believes in a mindset that we talk about here on the Women in the Middle podcast all the time. If you're thinking about doing something, anything, stop thinking about it and get doing it. Plain and simple. Say yes to creative ideas. Say yes that put you in the car with your kids. <laughs> That's just my little, my little secret. Say yes to exploring more and taking more adventures. Even little adventures like these. Adventures don't all have to be big, expensive, scary things like whitewater rafting or bungee jumping. Explore, reconnect, and try new things. You just never know what might happen and what other opportunities and fun it might lead to. Okay, now, as you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Remember, being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be, and I am here to help. This is what you'll learn when you hire me as your coach. Learning the mindfulness concepts are one thing. But when it comes to applying the concepts, that's when you really benefit from coaching. Head over to www.talktosusie.com and book your free call to see what program's a good fit for you and apply to work together. It really is time to get unstuck, get clear, and get excited about your life again. For show notes and links, including Charlene's Instagram, head over to www.coachwithsusie.com. If you're feeling stuck, make sure to grab your free guide, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And if you or your friend is turning 50, here is a great gift. Grab a copy of my new book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50. Check out Amazon or your favorite online bookseller. 
Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought and one adventure at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm